Welcome to Engaged Company Culture, a podcast directed at you, helping you to stop the employee exodus in your organization. This podcast has three different types of episodes. First, you have tips, tricks, observations, stories, research from me, Dr. Katherine Weiberg of Profitable Alignment. Second, interviews with other consultants, other coaches who are here to serve you so you can learn other tips and tricks to engaging your employees, to stop the employee exodus, to consciously create and continue a company culture where people want to be and where they encourage other people to come to work and to become your customers. Third, I interview other business leaders who have engaged company cultures and want to share their stories. You might learn from them how they have applied principles of company culture to increase their employee retention, increase their profits, increase their productivity, and increase everyone's job satisfaction. Thank you for joining me. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for another episode of Engaged Company Culture. Today's guest is Dennis Mellon of Full Throttle Leadership. I have to say I love the name of his company. Dennis Mellon is an internationally recognized leadership authority, speaker, author, and retired Air Force Lieutenant Colonel, recently returning from the stage at the Air Force Academy. You may have caught him on Good Morning America. As an Air Force chief pilot and 28-year airline fleet captain in charge of 550 pilots, Dennis brings years of experiences to educate, inspire, and entertain a variety of audiences through his leadership training. Both his military and aviation experiences contribute to a unique blend of stories with useful leadership tools. He focuses on positive leadership training and company culture to inspire elite performance and goal achievement. Dennis, welcome. So happy to have you here. Thank you uh, so much, uh, Dr. Catherine. I uh, appreciate uh, being on the podcast. This should be a good uh, conversation. I would like to hear a little bit more than the introduction provided about why Full Throttle Leadership is the name of your company. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of similarities between launching a business and maintaining a business and actually flying an airplane. And the first step in any takeoff is to go full throttle. So uh, I thought that uh, that connoted some meaning for what your leadership needs to do and and the direction you need to go. It's got to be full throttle if you're going to be successful. I completely agree. I mean, I absolutely love it. <laughs> So I am wondering, would you share with us your path to your current work as a leadership teacher and speaker? Sure, I can do that. Uh, I kind of have an inverted lifestyle. You know, most kids, when they graduate from uh, high school, they're barely able to tell you where, what direction they're going to go. You know, business, college, uh, trade school, whatever. Uh, I was 10 years old when uh, I was at my father's Air Force base 
watching this F4 Phantom take off and full afterburner right in front of me. And I could, you know, you go roared by, you could feel it in your chest. And I'm pumping my fist up and down saying, dad, dad, that's what I want to do when I grow up. Of course, my wife says I haven't reached that point yet. But um, from there, it was a singleness of purpose. I, I thought the, the quickest or the uh, actually the cheapest way to become a uh, professional pilot was through the Air Force. I went to the Air Force Academy, Air Force pilot training. Um, at about the six-year point I, of uh, my career in the Air Force, I decided to move over into the uh, Air Force Reserves, continue the career there, and then uh, start flying for a major airline. And I got hired by Alaska Airlines. And unfortunately, in uh, 2008, I'm out mountain bike riding. Uh, when I, uh, on the, on a hill, listen, the trail guide is IAB or it's a, and I won't use the B word here, but it's a 500 foot climb within a, uh, within a mile. Uh, it's described as a, uh, switchbacks and in between tall Douglas firs roots and, uh, pine cones and about two thirds of the way up there, I start feeling a little numbness in my arms. I'm going, man, this is really a tough hill today. And I ended up uh, passing out with a heart attack in a remote area, uh, I might say. And I was, I was so lucky that uh, two hikers happened upon me. Long story short, I couldn't fly anymore. And uh, so I had to pivot to something. I didn't know what, uh, I went through the, through uh, depression and counseling and all these stuff, trying to figure out what Dennis Mellon 2.0 would look like. And then one day this lady comes up to me and said, hey, how'd you like to talk to, to our group? And I said, about what? With a smile. And she said, well, you've been to all those Air Force leadership schools. You're an Air Force Academy grad. You were in charge of 550. You could talk about leadership. And it was as if this bright ray of sunshine came on. I go, yeah, I could do that. So I started working on um, uh, speaking, motivational speaking, uh, uh positive leadership workshops uh and it just sprang from there so that's where i've gotten to uh up to this point um you're looking at dennis mellon 2.0 <laughs> that's fantastic what's your favorite part about what you do now um i think it's when i start a speech and within the first minute or so there's that adrenaline rush when you know you've captured the audience with your with your your, your opening story it's it's just a it's a rush to tell you the truth. So now you know you've connected, and then you know that from that point on, you 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 can you can probably make a difference with whoever with somebody in that audience. You know, I love it. You start full throttle, everybody comes along with you, and then you take off. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Right, it's a great analogy. Uh, it it it, uh, it helps you realize what you have to do to to be successful and, and maintain being successful you know absolutely it's it's all about the resistance and the moving forward and keeping your eyes ahead and keeping your direction going yeah i like to think of it as uh you know uh, it's been said elsewhere but uh success is is a process you're successful if you have a process and you're continuing on to your next uh, goal or, or or achievement rather than you know success and a destination. I always think of um, like Steven Spielberg. How many awards has he gotten, and then he's still putting trying to put out his next great movie. You know, it's a great example. Oh, I love it. 
So what kind of advice would you give to leaders who want to go full throttle and want to improve their leadership? I would say uh, em embrace the learning process, be in that growth mindset where you're never, uh, I think Vince Lombardi said it best. Uh, he told his, his team one time, gentlemen, we'll pursue uh, perfection, knowing all full well that we'll never achieve it. But in the process, we may achieve excellence. And I think that's what you, what you uh, need to think about. We're not gonna be perfect, but if you keep that growth mindset, you may achieve excellence. I love that. That's a quote that I'm going to have to add to my inspirational quotes because <laughs> okay. especially for all of the perfectionists out there, if we're striving for perfection, we have the opportunity to achieve excellence, recognizing we won't be perfect, but we can be better. And practice is exactly. progress. Exactly. As we yeah. continue moving forward, we will get better. Yeah. How would you advise people to fail well, knowing they might not achieve? I, yeah, first of all, when I'm talking to somebody, if I'm um, coaching them or just talking to them, even some of the, I, I volunteer as a baseball coach at the local high school for the last 11 years. So baseball is a game of failure. And I won't let them use the word failure. I, I you know, it's one of those one of those things you have to look at that. What you most people think was a failure as what did I learn from this? And how can I, how do I go uh, work on the next pitch, this next uh, at bat, this next play, or business-wise, the next project, the next product, uh, the next service, whatever. It, it's not a failure. It's what's, what, what did I learn from it? And where's the opportunity here? And I think of um, my brother-in-law is a music, professional musician. COVID hit and all his public gigs evaporate. Now, he could have sat back and go, oh, well, there goes my business. But I caught him at, at his house on a Zoom call with five students from Sweden teaching him how to play the violin over Zoom. So I don't know, you know, I, that that's such a classic pivot that I have to admire him for it. I think that's brilliant. What a fantastic example. Yeah. And I, and I love that you brought up baseball as a game of failure. It's really fascinating to me how you're batting out of a thousand yeah and for somebody to be considered great that person is usually in the three and four hundreds which means failing more often than succeeding right you know uh liz ryan coined fail as first attempt in learning yeah i have changed that myself to be further attempt in learning and that's yeah. exactly what you're talking about yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, you, you hit the nail on the head with uh, baseball. If you don't know how to handle uh, failure, you are not going to be a good uh, uh, ball player because uh, mm -hmm. you're going to fail a heck of a lot in baseball. And and it should be the same thing in business as as a leader establishing that that rapport with your with your team, with your employees, where they feel like it's so I, I just go out and try and do something and if it fails it's not a reflection of okay dr Catherine, we're gonna we're gonna uh we're gonna f let you go here no why would you let somebody go that just learned a valuable lesson now if they don't care about the lessons that's different but why would you let somebody go uh, if they um if they learned a valuable lesson and they're not going to do that again or they're going to do it differently 
Exactly. Encouraging a growth mindset, which is exactly, what yeah. I was talking about before we started the interview. Failing well, growth mindset, learning and progressing. It's the best way to move forward. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Give me an example of something that shapes who you are today. Well, I'm going to have to uh, refer back to, uh, I have I have a guy that I worked for that uh, ended up uh, going pretty high up in the, to the uh, senior suite uh, at uh, Alaska Airlines. And I learned so much from him. Uh, I, I had all this background in the Air Force and everything, but I learned so much with him on how to deal with large groups of people. You're not going to see him on a regular basis. You know, you might not even see him weekly. But how do you stay connected with them? And when there's a problem, uh, making sure that you've got the entire story, you know, instead of jumping on the, uh, you, you've seen it with aircraft accidents. Within a day, somebody has said, oh, it's pilot error. Well, it, 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 it probably isn't. It's probably a culmination of a bunch of events that led up to it. And uh, the other thing was, uh, uh, I learned from him was making sure that you're given the opportunities for for whoever is working with you, your team especially, to have those positive, purposeful, productive conversations that lead to elite performance. Being open to, especially as a leader, being transparent. Hey, I screwed this up, but here's how we're going to fix it, or here's what I want you guys to do. You know, um, it, it it's it's incumbent on you as a leader to 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 open it up i think one of the keys to to uh, uh bad work environments is when the managers or the employees or the team just quit talking and all they're doing is waiting for the leader to come down with directions think about the time you waste with that if if they can show some initiative if you allow initiative and allow them to make mistakes and move on you can only get better you know, and 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 reach that uh, elite performance that we're all looking for as leaders. I absolutely love everything that you said right there. <laughs> you you talked about leaders being willing to say, "I made a mistake." You talked about creating a culture where people are allowed to say, "I made a mistake." Talking about creating a culture where people are allowed to innovate and try new things. And it's instead of waiting for the leader to come down and give direction, the leader giving opportunity for people to positively affect their culture, positively affect right. their own work environment and their work approach, and allowing everybody to have the opportunity to succeed or fail and to learn from both sides. Right keep moving forward and growing i just love it yeah that's important uh to create that environment where uh, you know the, it, you want to surround yourself with smart people i mean let's assume that a, a leader put into position has some sort of smarts and you want to be able to put uh but you want to be able to put them in an environment where their their team is smart too where they can they say well i don't know a whole lot about um you know computer programming i I'm, i might not be able to but if i allow you the latitude we need this kind of product 
go and do it or go and program this and then we'll take it in front of the team and we'll we'll tweak it some more and there's a synergism there when you start getting uh teams to to, to actually work together i admit you just touched on some of my soapboxes <laughs> <laughs> i focus on recognizing individuals strengths and making those individual strengths engaged enough that they become organizational strengths so it's good for people to say i do this exceptionally well so i can help somebody over here Wait. i don't do this exceptionally well but dennis does yeah. so i bring dennis over and the two of us together and then we can bring in George and we can bring in Andrea and we can bring in Tanisha and all yeah. of these people because I don't have to do everything well, but I have to be smart enough to know who does. Right. And I have to be willing enough to let other people bolster where I cannot and where I can bolster them where they cannot. Yeah, I, I like the way you've expressed that. It's uh you can have all the talent in the world, but if you can't get the people to work together. Um, I, uh, you know, I, who was it? Uh, uh, Google did, did a study where they put all their talented people on a, uh, in one, uh, uh, group and then people that work together in another group. And they found that the group that worked together closest, not the talented group, but the group that were, they were, they were far superior in their performance. I, I forget what it's a project. Um, I can't remember the name of it. But it was a pretty neat uh, study, a pretty neat um, um, uh, essay that somebody wrote uh, talking about that. And it's on social media somewhere. But uh, I'm going to have to try to find that because I love it. Uh, what advice would you give to all of the generations alive today? Because leaders come in all ages and backgrounds. Yeah, you know, we, we've gone through the, uh, I think they break it down into five different generations. And you have to think about the difference with it. You know, back, I'm a boomer, but uh, the my parents, you know, it was one of those things, you have to have a job to survive, okay? So for me, they had the job to survive. Now we have to get you to uh, college or or into uh, something uh, dynamic where you can make money. Think about the difference between my parents with no TV, no cell phones, and the difference now with the generation, uh, what is it, Generation Z, I guess now, they just take it as natural. You ask them a question, if they don't know it, they're Googling it right, Googling it right away. And so how do we connect? Now, now we don't have very many uh, of the, uh, what do they call them, silent generations, but and we're starting to uh, lose out on, on the boomers, but how do we connect all those generations so that they're working together. And it comes from uh, respecting each other's perspectives. Um, I use the uh, analogy of, I look at a Mercator map and I see, you know, uh, US and Africa and, and Asia and, and, and all those located on the map the way. Now imagine the perspective that an Australian brings where, you know, if we flip that map upside down, Australia is in the upper left-hand corner instead of United States. Well, that's the 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 difference between perspectives and if you look at a problem from a different direction a whole new uh, you, you got a whole new experience there you have a whole new um way of doing things and 
I, I, I hate reading articles where they're slamming each generation, you know, because every generation has something to contribute to the team or to the company. So. I love your map analogy. I've never had that perspective brought to me. <laughs> so I, I You're asked, not Australian. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I've always lived in the United States well, long-term yeah. and it's, it's where I grew up. So I definitely picture the world in a certain way. Yeah. But if I were to talk to somebody in Australia who would say, well, but my world looks like this yeah. for me, it's like the perfect analogy. Yeah. Yeah. And, I've always talked about worldviews and I've always talked about looking at things from a different perspective. That one struck me differently. I'm really grateful you shared that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, things just pop into my head sometimes when I'm reading, uh, trying to keep up. And that's what I would encourage any of the leaders that are on here. Not only sh should you have recurring uh, workshops or seminars, but continue reading. There's so many great articles out there some of them yeah they're kind of repeats of 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 uh they're they're trite but some of them are very powerful uh with perspectives and different viewpoints and different ways of doing things mm -hmm. and there is no one right way of doing something that works all the time exactly so you better have a growth mindset and be able to read attend and go to the University of Hard Knocks and get your degree and through experience, you know. It's true. Yeah. It's true. You need to seize learning in every avenue that it prevents, presents itself. Exactly. Because yeah. Yeah. Just, just like a, a child, a toddler who's running around learning everything from yeah. every single experience to a 12-year-old who has started to feel beaten down by the... Mm life of hard knocks because as things yeah. that happens exactly. to a, yeah you know a young adult in every new life stage but bringing that to to your work and remembering you can have a growth mindset however old you are yeah exactly yeah that's I, if you look at some of the most successful leaders um typically they're in their uh mid uh, mid uh middle aged people but some of the most successful ones are the older ones that have continued on with their growth mindset. So they, they, they never stopped learning. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's one of my, it's one of my favorite things, honestly. And I admit, I love it when people bring me new perspectives because no matter how much I tout, you need to look at things from people's perspectives. You need to reframe look at the same picture in a different way. I get stuck. Yeah. So if somebody brings me a new perspective and says, oh, by the way, tapping on your brain here. Yeah. This is an opportunity to reframe, to look at it differently, to turn your map upside down from what you're used to. Right. Put Australia on the top. It's it's fantastic. It's yeah. it's your attempt in learning. It's moving forward. Yeah. It's growth. There's 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 a lot of case studies on that that uh, address those exact issues that are uh, really interesting. Yes. Oh, you have me all excited for what I'm going <laughs> to do. I'm already learning, which is fantastic. I've mentioned on the podcast before that for me, an ideal day is a day in which I have helped somebody 
a day in which I have learned something and a day in which I have taught somebody something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Here we are reaching out for my ideal day yet again. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I like the way you've put that because um, every every interchange, that's what's so important about the relationships in business, on teams, uh, athletic teams, the relationships is what makes the team. That's what you, that's what drives the elite performance. And yet, those are some of the things that don't appear in a financial statement. They might in, they might indirectly, like in absenteeism and turnover rates, but can you attribute it directly to something? No. And a lot of times when I'm talking to uh, companies, they're looking for what's my ROI for this workshop. Right. Well, you know you're not going to see it right now. What, you know, it's like me asking you on a scale of one to 10, what's your motivation with 10 being the best? Well, it's arbitrary, you know, but what happens is little things like, and one company I worked with, I started seeing instead of like me going to my boss and my boss going to their boss and their boss going to them, we started talking across with each other because we had the relationship and the trust built. So it would be like, like, uh, well, I have this thing coming up that's going to affect your your area, Catherine. Um, uh, so here's a heads up on it because we have to do this for the company and it's going to either reflect badly on you or uh, cause you more work or something. But at least it's a heads up. You trust me. I, I let you know. And you have the concept of, well, this is for the better good. I'm gonna, It's going to cause some problems with me, but it's for the better good of the company. Yeah. And having that openness, having that allowance and being able to yeah. help yeah. each other, that helps so much. It, it engages people. Yeah, exactly. To be there. So yeah, there's nothing, nothing that replaces, there's nothing that replaces um, uh, employees or team members that have a purpose, that are driven by that purpose. They know their why and where their goals fit in with the company's goals. And that's, the, the single biggest, well, the single biggest influencer to leadership or, or to a, a, a culture is the leadership. You know, if we have a culture of, hey, we're always moving forward, we're always doing our best for the company and, and, and they're pulling me along so I can be successful or I can expand or uh, move up in the company. Um, then I, I'm driven. I, I I have a purpose. I know my why. I love that. I was just talking to a gentleman the other day about purpose-driven leadership and purpose-driven lives. So the fact that you brought that into place, into play, and that also my company is profitable alignment. It is the alignment of the individuals, the alignment of the organization, yeah. getting it all aligned. And that is going to create your profit. That is going to create your ROI. It's not going to be immediate, but it is going to be long-lasting. Right. Yeah, they have to they have to quit looking at companies have to quit looking at uh, professional development as a cost. It's an investment. Yeah. And it's very often a long-term investment because you're not gonna, <laughs> hey, we spent a hundred dollars. When am I gonna get that hundred dollars back? Or one million dollars. When am I going to get that one? There, the professional development is what is going to start stacking up those relationships. The 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 your your future leaders. Um, you know the the it's it's the very basis of culture. 
Yes. You can walk into a place and within a few minutes, you can tell what the culture is like. Huh? You know, yes. The way you're greeted, the way they interact with each other. Um, it's just, uh, it, it's, it's as a third party, you can see it right away. If you're in the middle of it, not necessarily because you're too close to the problem. And people don't like change. So try, trying to keep some semblance of uh, normality uh, is hard to overcome. There's an inertia there. So, yeah. No, it's, it's fantastic. As you're talking, I'm having all of these things going off in my head, all the people yeah. that I talk to and all of the things that I bring in. And I, one of the reasons that I love podcast interviews is because it's so much fun for me. I can see the synergy between yeah. me and other speakers, me and other consultants, because we all want to help people who then create organizations have better experiences. We want them to recognize their value, to recognize that they can excel and they can bring others along with them. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I just love it. Yeah, that's the whole purpose of, of, of leadership is to uh, get people to feel like I get to come to work instead of I have to come to work. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You lead people to the water and they get all excited to drink. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> of all the things we've talked about, or even if there's something we haven't talked about, what do you want people most to remember from listening to Dennis? Well, I, I, I'm going to refer back to my to my uh, my workshop, and the workshop is power of positive leadership. And if you're going to inspire your team to 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 that elite performance, if you're going to inspire your team to do more than just their uh, um, job description, you need to have positive leadership in there. And it comes from developing your culture and developing those relationships uh, within your team. And it means reaching out to the quietest team member as well as the most boisterous one, you know? Mm -hmm. It's true. Thank you. One thing that you said additionally is having a duplication of workshops. Yeah. I, it's I not one that. and done. No. It's definitely not a one and done. You can go and have a workshop and, and within, you know, uh, uh, within a week, Typically, if you're not following up, you're going back to your old habits. It it takes a it takes a I don't I forget what the statistic is, but it takes a while to break a habit, 21 mm -hmm. days or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, if you don't have a follow up, if you don't revisit it with your team or with your coach, you're going to fall back in your old habit patterns because it's not a habit yet. Exactly. You know? Exactly, and because of that, I and and a few other consultants and uh, quite likely you will follow up and say remember this from the workshop how can mm -hmm. you implement it to remind people and then as they bring more people on or as people's mindsets have grown and they're maintaining the growth mindset okay now bring that workshop back right. let's revisit what can we learn next well there's there is uh, one facet of the uh, workshop where we fill out a uh, manifesto, you know, with your goals, your, your, uh, we have a, uh, a one word, you know, people have New Year's resolutions. And what is it? Statistically, it's 
like 75 or 80 percent are done by January 31st with their with their um, um, New Year New Year's resolution. But if you have like a one word that drives you, like my one word for this year has been indomitable. Just keep plugging away, you know, uh, um, perseverance, uh, and just put it on a sticker, but it, uh, in front of you so you re um, regularly see it. But if you have this manifesto and you refer back to it, oh yeah, I said that I wanted to do these things and I've kind of let that slip by, or I, I, you know, um, there, there's 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 a whole bunch of, th of things in there for you to remember. It's a one sheet, but uh, you, you can put it put it aside. And if you don't have follow-ups to the workshop, at least you have this manifesto to refer to that that you're that you're following up on yourself, or ultimately the one of the best things is is having an uh, accountability buddy somebody that you go and sit down and talk to on a regular basis and they can remind you do you remember when you said you wanted to accomplish this or do you remember when you said you wanted to add this skill or this this um um ability or or, or, or this amount of knowledge about something um it's a reminder and holding yourself accountable or holding having the, your accountability buddy hold you accountable, you know? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Dennis, your links are going to be in the show notes, okay. but what is the best way for somebody to reach out to you about Dennis Mellon, Full Throttle Leadership? Well, I go right to the, uh, to the website, fullthrottleleadership, spelled out, dot com, full, full throttle leadership. And, um, you can see some of the things that uh, I do and uh, contact me. And I would love to have a complimentary call with anybody. They can sign up there and we can talk about how to inspire uh, elite performance, ignite elite performance starting today. Uh, there's a there's a down free download in there if you leave your contact. So perfect. Yeah. Dennis, thank you so much. I love everything that you're doing with Full Throttle Leadership, everything that it, that brought you here and how you're helping everybody else get to elite performance. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me. It was an enjoyable conversation. Thank you for listening to or viewing today's Engaged Company Culture episode. I hope you have enjoyed the episode. I hope you have learned something and have something that you can apply today to engage your company culture and encourage your employees to enjoy work. Looking forward to Mondays instead of only looking forward to Fridays. If you liked this episode, please share it with someone else you know. Also, like and subscribe to Engaged Company Culture anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thank you and have a wonderful day.